0: This is episode five fifty six of the Eventing Radio Show, brought to you by Eventing Writers Association of North America. This week we have Jackie Green, Andrea Baxter, and Kate Loki. This is Max Corcoran, and from where am I? I'm in I'm in Hamilton. It's really warm, pretty sticky, Hamilton, Georgia.
1: And this is Joe from hot sticky sunny (laughs) florida and you're listening to the eventing radio show Uh, so max how are you getting on up there
0: uh it's it's, um it's warm it is definitely warm but uh, things are good we're getting ready for the Poplar place september horse trials um been out doing some course decorating got some dressage rings put up today you know your basic stuff they do uh they do a good job they do a really good job here the people that the new people that own the place i was to um, say
1: yeah. there's a new new uh, owner there what's going on yeah, what a, what
0: yeah lana she's she's lovely and you know they just they're not trying to make anything very fancy they just want to have a really good um workman-like competition here um you know they've got uh but it's just going to be a one day they got about 110 horses coming for a one day and uh no, I reckon the um, AECs maybe hurt their entries a bit, but, you know, it's just a nice place. They've got, you know, an aerator and, you know, they're just trying to make it a really good event, a really good experience for everybody that's here. And we've got everything from like amoeba, so what they would call intro, and then a starter level, and then beginner, novice, novice, training, preliminary, intermediate. Wow. So, but the little, little jumps, I mean, they're they're quite perfect for a kid or a very timid adult amateur and you know the cross country you know the jumps are still decorated and the rings are still fit you know they make it so everybody has the same experience
1: um did they do something to that ring there
0: they've done some stuff to the ring and they're they're hoping to do more they've they've taken they've added some sand in there because of the waxy footing they've scraped some of it off and added some sand and they're going to look to redo the whole thing eventually Oh wow! But they're just trying to, you know, they've rebuilt a lot of cross country jumps. They've got an air raid now. They're trying to sort of upgrade slowly but surely, not not all at once, because um, that just gets overwhelming and quite expensive. Yeah, yeah. So, but it is it's a good spot here. It's um, they're terribly nice.
1: Okay, very good, yeah. very good. Well, yeah. yeah, we're down here in Acala, and it is hot, Max. It is hot, but it's the slight change of the season where. Um, Okay, we did have a hurricane come through not so long ago and luckily, thank goodness, um, it turned right and went up the coast and unfortunately, um, you know, our thoughts go out to the people in the Bahamas, which is um, pretty much levelled. One of my horse owners has a house out there and they flew out in in the plane and it's still standing but they can't even get to it because they're not allowed to land and they can't do anything. They're trying to take aid out there to their friends and and stuff, and they can't even get there. It's just really, really tough. Um, the, I said, what are you taking? And she said, well, you know, they have seem to have got medicine and some water and things, but, you know, n- now they need tarps and shovels and stuff like this. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty, pretty awful, um, that going on. But, I mean, I, from s- someone that's had a hurricane go straight over the top of them, um, yes. it was a bit of, <laughs> a, bit of a relief, for yeah. us to not be not without yeah have a the tree power. in your
0: yeah well, a in have your a upstairs. tree in your
1: house and not have <laughs> the power gone for 9 days yeah. and, and things yeah. and you know it, it's not until you think, Oh yeah, the power going off or oh, you just get a generator out. Well it's not it's it's just a little bit more inconvenient than that because you know, you've got to go and queue for the fuel that you put in your generator and then the fuel's bad and it ruins the oh, carburetor gen- and then right. you've got to clean that yeah. out and then you've got to carry water to your other farm or here and there. You know, it's just we don't have power, we don't have city water. Everybody you know, on most well. Has their own well, and that yeah. needs to be powered to to do to, um, to produce water for horses and things. So, yeah, the hurricane not coming over us was fabulous. But, yeah, the weather has changed a little bit, and what's happening down here at the moment, Max, is people are um, cutting and baling hay flat out. Um, right, right. Making the really big round bales, and they're not fabulous for horses. Um, they no, mostly go to. The,
0: that, yeah, because it's that Bermuda and what is it? The
1: yeah, orchard, uh,
0: orchard grass, which is well, it,
1: uh, Argentinian Bahia. Yeah. And, um,
0: which looks nice, which is great for them to graze on, but not necessarily. Yeah, it's just yeah.
1: not, I mean, it's got a bit more guts to it than coastal, um, right. but there's not much in it. That's you know, what I'm thinking the,
0: of, the coastal, um, yeah.
1: You're thinking of coastal. That's the fine yeah. stuff that, like, yeah. you either – it's like Vegemite. You love it or hate it. You, right, th- right. In your own mind, it gives them colic or it doesn't. You right, know? So, right,
0: right, exactly. Um, because
1: it's very, very fine <laughs> and, and – What, um... <laughs> <Hot> Max? <laughs> it's
0: Vegemite is just terrible.
1: No, it's beautiful. It's mother's oh. milk to me. Makes, oh, you know, I know so, some of the people yeah. that
0: love it. It is, but oh, <laughs> the that or it just makes you gag. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: yeah. It's a, there's it's a love hate you. in our house uh, with it. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and, um, and in mine too. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry, but um, no. So people are bailing up, and farms are starting to pretty up again. But it, you know, so what happens is they they bale bail up the farm and i've got a guy coming in to do our farms here and um take away the the hay and it gets sold off it's the cattle, cattle. Yep. yeah yeah um and because there's a pr- surprisingly large amount of cattle down here in florida you know a so, lot of cattle a lot of um, so uh-huh. yeah so that's that's kind of what's happening and um we're getting ready for a fairly busy fall season you know it's got quite yeah. a few more things coming along we've got um stable view in a couple of weeks and then another ocala and then we go to i don't know fair, fair hill, hill and rocking horse and and things and
0: jockey the mighty club.
1: jockey club yeah so. yes
0: yeah mm-hmm. lots happening lots on the docket it is a it is kind of a busy busy fall for for everybody i feel like every even all the disciplines are sort of added, it at it at it and then suddenly you november you know middle of november happens and it's like boof this like calm comes no. over, and the and the storm is over, right? And then it's and then and then as soon as, as soon as the last competition's done, it's like, okay, what are we doing next year?
1: <laughs> no, I <laughs> know. Well, as soon it's as the last likely. competition it is done, it's time to it's time to wax the skis and the board and get up yeah, the mountain, As far as exactly. I'm concerned, so yeah. that <laughs> for my favorite oh. time, the children are coming over this year, so hopefully we can take them skiing. Nice. So that is awesome. Um, yeah, that is good. Yeah
0: yeah very good yeah well we've had so we've had burley which was a biggie one that was i think everybody was well anybody that could was sort of glued to the live feed which was really great to have it was actually quite a good live feed and they showed quite a bit of everybody which was was nice yeah
1: and what's what's good now is that we get to actually watch it you can go back and watch it yeah well you can go back and watch it but that's all you used to be able to do in past years maybe not last year but the year before definitely you know you, you had to sort of watch it after that posted right. it, and that was boring. You know, and sort of now re- we want to like, watch it in real refresh time.
0: Refresh your yeah, you'd refresh your your scores to see how someone did and then you'd have to wait till the end of the day to actually watch what happened.
1: No, I'd have to yes. just read Twitter all day and, then, and that's just boring. I mean we're yeah, all got exactly. far too spoilt now and we want to we want to be able to see it. So yeah. it was yeah. great, but it was tough, wasn't it Max?
0: Yeah, it it's was tough. Of, it was yeah. it was but it's that it's burly, right? Mm. Yeah.
1: Sort of without the men from the the men from the boys and girls, didn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and there was a few people that just plain all got unlucky, you know. But that happens too. Like poor Tim Price. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, uh, yeah. Them. yeah. that was yeah. a bit rough, but.
1: And yeah. like you know, and you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have even, you wouldn't have called that. You would have thought, oh, yeah, with three horses there, and one's won, and one gotten the prize at the five star not so long ago, you would have said, Oh yeah, there'll be, you know, probably be there or thereabouts for three in the top ten, you know, but whereas yeah. um things just didn't go his way. And yeah. um and ends up with one getting yeah. a prize. No, I just <laughs> don't look
0: Finishing one total, yeah, of the four. I mean, Team Price brought four horses, and they finished one. That happened when I worked for Karen and David one year at Kentucky, the year in 2002, and it rained at the middle of the day. It just started pouring, absolutely buckets. And uh, the second half of the field just never even had a chance, really, the first half. It was a bit unfair that way, but it was what it was. You know, it could have been other way around. But uh, we started, we had between Karen and David, we had seven horses, and we finished two. Ouch. Yeah. yeah, but it was you know David pulled the first one up, went the wrong way on phase C on another one, and then the last horse. It was raining so hard. He said, "Nah, not not going to do it." Karen fell off her first, got the second two done, and then she was last to go and said, "Nah, not going to do it," because it was. I mean, it was just treacherous. The yeah, going was just, you couldn't. There were just no such things as studs big enough. I mean, it was extending like in a shower just just yeah. poured on this so there was that yeah but you know everybody bounced back from it it is what it is yeah
1: it happens nice doesn't it it yeah. does
0: yeah uh, that's when the but then the jersey or it was um foxhall then and foxhall was the before so you couldn't there was no real place to reroute that was it that was your choice You'd, you'd got that done and uh, and if you didn't go there, then maybe you put got on a plane, but went to Bramham a couple months later, but that or you know a month or so later, but that was it. That was your choice. You know there was there was no rerouting to Jersey Fresh or to Bromont. It was that that was it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it makes it hard then, doesn't it? Yeah. So um, so Max, tell us about your AECs.
0: Wow, the AECs were wild. What a what an amazing week they had. It was what nine hundred ninety six starters, and I was a groom. At the novice level for Cindy Deporter. It was great. She had such a good time. She did such a great job. She finished second in her division of like 50, which was incredible. I mean, you can't, you know, that getting a prize in novice and training, you can't make a mistake. You have to finish on your dressage score or your, and, and even then, you still may not get up the levels. But if you make, if you have one rail, it'll bump you right out of it. It is so competitive. It makes it really, really hard. But I'll tell you, everybody was so excited and had such a good time because they, everybody got to show jump in the main arena and everybody got to walk down that ramp and people were, it was a big deal. It was really, really cool. And beginner novice, novice in training all jumped through the head of the lake, which was so cool for everybody. And the rest of the tracks were proper. They were real championship courses. The advanced was seriously hard. It was a lot of the actual Kentucky three-day event jumps. Um, and so they were all up to spec. I mean, it was just a brilliant weekend that way. And then the show jumping was cool, um, because they, it was supposed to happen at night. They were going to start it at seven and then a massive thunderstorm came through and we still hadn't finished jumping the novice junior division. And so they had to come back and finish jumping under the lights. The top sort of 10 kids had to come back and jump under the lights, which was pretty wild. So it was about eight thirty by the time they actually went. And there they were under the lights in the main arena at Kentucky, which was pretty cool wow. for them.
2: That's
0: and then cool. the advance didn't really even start till 10 o'clock. So by then it was proper dark and the lights were on. And it was it was very, very cool. And everybody stayed and it was fantastic. It was a really great finish. And, uh, you know, the horses were great. It was really good. It was a it was a good course. And um, it was just fun. It was a good way to finish it off.
3: Yeah, it was
1: cool. That's great. Well, I'm pleased for the AECs that they're getting a lot of, um, a lot of entries. It's always a bit of a double-edged sword, the AECs. I mean, you know, it takes away from some of the entries around local yeah. areas and things, yes. but you know, if they if it can be in a place where a lot of people can get to it, it can't be a bad thing either. So
0: no, I mean, and there were really there, I mean, obviously people came from everywhere. So that was really pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Well, Max, we've got quite a lot to get through on our show. We've got some great interviews for you to listen to. So um, let's get on with our show. Joining us now is uh, one of our friends uh, from the UK, Jackie Green. Hi, Jackie. How are you?
3: I'm good, and I'm delighted to be invited on to this podcast. I'm very much looking forward to chatting with you and Max.
1: Mm, Well, you know us both pretty well. Um, Jackie and I have... Got a had a, a very, very long relationship, friendship, haven't we, Jax? Very,
3: very long. I mean, God, yeah. it's over years and years back to Scotland
1: Lodge Farm, actually. Back to
3: Scotland course, yeah. Lodge Farm, yeah. Lodge, Lodge Farm. So, yeah, a long time.
1: Jax and I used to break in horses on the side for a little bit of extra cash and we especially loved it when they would arrive really really fat didn't we Jax
3: (laughs) to to be fair Joe broke them in I broke the deals Joe broke them in but we were only allowed to use the offsite on the gallop so we had to make electric fence paddocks so if they were fat it meant we made a lot more money (laughs) that's
1: right we love those fat pintos turning up yeah
3: Yeah. (laughs) oh those were the
1: days yeah. yeah. So yeah. um and also and also Max, you've spent a bit of time with Jax over the years, haven't you?
0: Yeah, we 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 sort of conquered Team Canada together. We did. We had a good time. It was we fun. Did. Well, and then, you know, various times here and there. Jax, help me, Jax, find this. Jax, start help find that.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't have done Wag in Khan, which is actually her that max because it was clayton with clayton fredericks was great but i mean um max and i kind of had to do the logistics and stuff although we did make clayton drive a truck out there we did um, and, but, back. Uh, and, um, back. and back <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's where max and i really bonded because that was just so tough it wasn't it true. was, it was so so much time together. <laughs> yeah it was it something
1: was, <laughs> that was the the World Championships of the elusive Portaloo, wasn't it?
0: Oh, the elusive the elusive food, the elusive. <laughs> I mean, we did not know what kind of meat we were eating in the in the mess hall. It was just, it was something.
3: Yeah, it was quite something, wasn't it? Do you remember when we drove in and they said, "Okay, now you need to go across the hard standing and into that field," and I said, "I'm in Rodney Powell's truck. I'm not going in that I'm field." Not going <laughs> in that field. <laughs> Because <laughs> it was like underwater as it we was. Arrived. It was so it rained
0: and rained and rained and it was so wet. And we tried to go walk the course, and as we're walking the course, Jack said, "Look, Jack, oh my God, I am so tired. Why are we so tired? Well, it's because the the ground was so like just holding our feet enough that it was it was exhausting. It was it was a swamp. It was it, it was. was a swamp. Yeah, it was sh- sh- something." But that was we'll talk that up to <laughs> to <Yeah>. learning
3: curve. <laughs> so hungry. Like we were so hungry on the way. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's a good
0: thing we you were smart enough to pack everything for, you know, pastas and, and sandwich meat and stuff, so at least we could eat something. Well, and we raided Rodney's sweetie pal as well. Yes, trip. we did. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, something. Funny. It was something.
1: Well, Time rolls on, Jackson, you're um, doing a few different things now, and first of all, we're going to talk about um, your role in the New Zealand high performance. Um, You're the coordinator, I think is what I read on the bottom of the email, Um, and tell us a little bit about that. What What do you sort of have to do?
3: oh uh, look i think the actual title is something like uk admin but basically what i am as a gopher and once you get your head around <laughs> that, is, that is my job it is to do whatever i'm sent to do so i have spent hours sourcing in Arkan eggs which is not too much of a problem but guinness for tim price one of his horses and finding guinness in Arkan, which is very much um uh, executive beer kind of market thing was pretty hard and yeah, it's just like, run to the taxi, get that person here, do that. You need to pick up this. Can you change that entry? Can you get that an FBI number by like 12 hours' time? Do uh, <laughs> um, yes, uh, Yeah, do you pick up with it? It's basically my role. Everyone thinks my life is really glamorous, but I spent 90% of, of the last week in in Walmart. And I <laughs> Yes, I would walk And I have no issues with that. I thought Walmart was the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, I love the pe- I love the people in Tran. I love the fact that we would walk down the aisles and they would stop us and say, thank you for coming to America. And Aww. I'd be like, that's oh, so nice of you. And they'd go, and I love your Kiwi accent. I didn't have the heart to go. I <laughs> 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 so I just kept saying things like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> My role is very varied. Warwick Allen um, is a superstar in New Zealand. And he handles all the FBI entries and this, that and the other. And, yeah, I just basically run around and do what people need or this, that and the other. I organize a lot of squad training. I send a lot of emails to people who never answer. <laughs> and then I chase them up and they don't answer my WhatsApp. And then I call them and they're like, oh, yeah, sure. I can bring six. And I'm like, eek, hang on. <laughs> yeah. But so it's fun because no day is ever the same and we have a great if small crew over here and it's really good fun and I love it and we've got great trainers and I get to, it's a job of a lifetime, I get to sit with Isabel Vessels who's one of the great dressage trainers and Luis Arbaris-Sabira who's one of the great show jump trainers and you just pick up this information along the way and you know it's pretty easy to be an expert on the sidelines and I'm getting pretty expert now. Um, <laughs> Look, our guys are great i work with an amazing bunch of people and i'm also very fortunate in the fact that i work for a lot of them privately as well so i'm all across the horses and the entries and everything else so it's uh it actually makes the job much easier because i know if something's off not to go while well, you're bringing that one all this that and the other and it's really cool and it's really fun and it's becoming it's um i think our program which initially was started by Eric Devander and has been massively tweaked by Graham Tom. Um, it's a great program. And I think, I think we're rightly proud of the fact that we do have a program and it works incredibly well. And it's it's just nice to be a part of that program because I've seen it progress and I think it is really reaping benefits. Absolutely. Well,
1: it is. I mean, because we're starting to get a little bit more depth when you look at the amount of New Zealand riders that are there and a few of the new ones coming over and a few of the new horses coming along. Um, it's it's looking a lot more promising than um, what it did sort of um, not so long ago, you know, when there was a, a, a very small niche of very top riders. And then if with a few horses going lame here and there, suddenly it left you with not a huge amount. And so now that we're getting a few more riders coming through, I think it's great, but that all takes time and work. You know, they don't, they don't just, just appear on their own, you know, there's all sorts of things you gotta do, I'm sure, Jax.
3: It is. And I think the most important thing for me is getting people over here as early as possible because I think it's much as I admire the scene in New Zealand and obviously Jock and those guys are doing a great job and you know, kind of we've always tried to link the New Zealand side with the UK side. Um, but you know, it's very easy to be in New Zealand and want kind to of finish on 67 at Nui and go, Oh, like I got 80 FBI points for that. Working. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Got like two points for a completion. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, it is, it is a different world, but I think that we've worked very hard to encourage as many people over as possible. Tim and Janelle have a lot of students at their place, you know, just there for the summer, and um, Muzzy Pollinger came over and you know, spent the summer here and the start and the other, and it gives kids a different perspective when they go home of exactly what it is like and, and how hard it is over here, and it is hard. I mean, Joe came over from New Zealand years ago with, you know, with Dan and those guys, and it is bloody hard, and if you've only got one horse, it's even harder, but I do think we're building strength and depth with the programs that we've got now, and it's come in the nick of time because with Mark Todd and Blythe Tate both finishing, you know, that's left a big gap, and when when Joe was based over here, it was kind of in the era that we had when Joe first started off. I mean, every single team was Mark Todd, Andrew Nicholson, um, Vicky Latter, and then there was one other space which everyone vied for. Well, you know that is wow, kind of-
1: and it was and it was Vaughan Jeffress, and it was, it was you yeah, know but- a, a few other people here and there that were all good enough in their own right. You know, absolutely mm. <laughs>
3: But, you know, it is a changing sport and it's good that it's a changing sport. And um yeah, the, the the new guys that have come over this year, we've got younger guys stepping up that have transitioned through and you know, we've got Sam Lissington who's arrived and, and Nick who's Nick Brooks who's arrived and so on, and it's great, it's really good. It's all very awesome,
1: awesome. Well, t- Moving on, we wanted to, one of the reasons why we wanted to get you on our show is we wanted to have a quick talk about Burley. Um, it was a pretty awesome event, um, and it had a, I don't know, it had a lot of a lot of ups and downs on, on the television screen. It looked to us like it was a, a fairly tough course, um, and certainly with the results, it rode like it was a tough course. But I mean, like, you were there, Jax. Tell us a little bit about it.
3: Well, I'm very wary of commenting on a course that obviously I've never ridden at that level. I've just been on the sidelines for a number of years. So I take my hat off to anyone who set out on that course and rode it. But what I would say in defence of Mark Phillips was, yes, the scoreboard looked attritional um, and yes, the TV looked attritional. But you and Max and I have been in the stables enough on a Saturday night to know what is a happy stables and it actually was a very happy stables on Saturday night because the going was unbelievable the weather was unbelievable couldn't have been more perfect and yeah there were some horses that you know ran a few fluids and this and the other but it wasn't carnage in the stables and I think us guys have the experience of knowing actually what it's like going back to the stables, and if the ground's really hard and the, and the other and stuff, you see a totally different picture.
0: Yeah, so absolutely.
3: Where, yeah, Max, you've seen that a hundred times. When I, mean, yeah. I was at European Championship in Punjabstan in 1991, where it, you literally walked around the stables that night and you were like, How can I do this job? Like, what are we doing to our horses? I mean, they were just broken, you know. Um, And the stables at Burley on Saturday night were essentially a happy place. Um, And I take my hat off to Mark Phillips for still maintaining Burley as being the biggest and best and toughest in the world. And I think for me, I think people tend, because the sport is now so orientated towards qualifications, they go, I'm qualified for Burley. Well, just because you're qualified, (laughs) (laughs) you have a Burley horse by any means. Um, and I think burly horses are incredibly special horses. They're totally different to championship horses these days. And if you look at a horse like Bangor of Tim Prizes, for example, or uh, even uh, when Skyboy, he was very unlucky to trip up in the water oh. late on. They, they don't win anything else. They don't win the one days. They don't win the OIs. They don't win an advanced they just rock up at badmintons and Burleys year after year after year and nail it. And, and they're the special horses. And I think there's a lot of people that think because their horse is qualified for five star, they, they can go to Burley, and they were proving wrong this year.
1: Yeah. I mean, we get a bit of that here, don't we, Max, when it comes to um, the Land Rover event. And it's because it's slightly different scenario. I mean, people want to do five star, and so they get qualified, and there is only one five-star uh, to choose from here in in, in North America, um, unlike in Europe where you've got four. So um, you, you have one five-star to choose from. You say, I'm qualified, so I'm going to go. You know, whereas it might have been uh, – a more prudent thing to go somewhere, which is, I mean, and I'm not say this in a bad way, but slightly a bit more softer and a little bit yeah. more of a horse's first five star would go like to go to Le Moulin, for instance, you know, you go there. Um, and I, I, without walking the Burley course, and I'm not going to compare the two uh, events Land Rover and Burley, but I mean, I know how tough Burley is. yeah. And, and the, the terrain Land Rover, too
3: is you yeah. got to have your horses just so fit. Yeah, Max is right. It's uh, not quite apart from Mark Phillips's bravery. It is the terrain at Burley that makes it incredibly tough. Yeah, Yeah. just like the skipping up in the hills,
0: that that sort of ramble, you know, the the little, not even the big, big hill, but the sort of the littler, you know, the four foot hills that just sort of, you know, you have to be on your game the entire time, and it can, it takes a lot out of the horses, and they just have to be that fit.
3: Yeah, and they have to have that own natural balance where they're either little and skip over the top of the ground, or they're massively long striding. Yeah, where they can they can cover that distance, and it's like yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah, you know, you get caught out by a little mound at the top, or this, that, and the other. I still think burly horses are special, special horses, and I think it's one hundred percent right that that Mark Phillips has kept it like that. That that is. The one place that you can take horses like classic moe and so on that are just amazing burly horses and that event is designed for them and that's where they shine because right. they might not be your championship horses anymore but your championship horses can maybe go win at Lemulin and poe right and i don't yeah. think it's a bad split in the sport i think it's a good split because i think that these proper burly horses actually don't have a role anymore if it wasn't for Burley.
0: yeah But also, and then people need to be aware of the difference between a burly horse and a championship horse. Yeah, yeah. That the championship horses maybe go and do the four stars and not the five stars, and they tick over and they go to the nicer events and stuff. And but doesn't mean that they're anything less. They're just they're really good at what they do.
1: Well, it's funny. It's funny how you explain that, Max. You, You talk about a championship horse being slightly lesser than a burly horse and and so what we are going to try and explain to the listeners and, is the, yeah, and
0: the difference is so our, minute
1: yeah our, yep. what's happened to our championships in the last 15 years is that the championships have been dumbed down to let in countries that might not be able to compete at at the sort of extreme levels of badminton and burley okay so the olympics has been a little bit shortened made a little bit easy it's going to run at four star the world championships a little bit the same you know so they want to the the governing bodies want to get more countries in and more people and those countries they're not just up to that level okay so we're talking about burley as being The ultimate test in eventing, you know, it's an endurance test for good cross-country horses that gallop fast and can do things. So, it it it's funny how we we're even talking about this when we say championship horse is it's 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 not it's not like it's the greatest horse. Right? Anyone following me here? Yeah. Yeah. No, I
0: totally know. It's the ones that are that are tough enough and gritty enough to get the job done in the end. It it is like you; they're not going to have the they're not going to have the 18s on the flat and jump a meter 35 brilliantly and Correct. be able to do everything yeah. in between but they are good enough on the they're they're good on the flat they move well enough they're trainable and they're brave and that's but what you she, need thing
3: i would like to add in here is that the true truly greats of our sport like sam of mickey young's and so on they can do everything they can, they can yes he, and that he, is a freak in the world they can win babington they can win Burley. you know there there still are those freak horses out there yeah. Um,
2: yeah
3: and hail bob is probably another one you know that's one proper yes. long distances. so that there, there is a crossover still but those horses are possibly becoming more the exceptions these days yeah
1: yeah, well, so I was reading. I had a quick little look on social media, and I don't really do this a whole lot because I find it slightly boring. But um, there's been some comments that um, that, and it wasn't so much pointed at Mark Phillips, but a little bit, you know, that the course designers are building the courses taller wider and to a more difficult standard because they have the use of MIM clips and frangible fences. Um, so, you know, I, I think that a lot of people are thinking that, you know, Burley turned out to be like it was this weekend because it was built so tough because they had defrangible dif- fences. Well, i just like to point out to people that before the MIM clip was invented in defrangible fences. Burley was still
3: massive <laughs> and big <Yeah>. and tough. <laughs> and it.
1: and the only sa- the safety devices that they had were that the fences were tied together with rope so that if a horse did yeah. become stuck or something that they could easily, um, you know, lower the fence just with a, a bit of a smack with a little axe or knife or something, you know, so... Uh, Things have changed, but I don't necessarily believe that it was made harder. What I think possibly has happened is that we saw a large amount of amateur riders that were not quite up to the task. And I sat there with my wife, who is a, a bit of an expert in sport as well, and we were, you know, we we love it, of course. We love we love the excitement, but there was a whole lot of oh my goodness, oh my goodness. This person needs to stop. What are they doing? What are they thinking? And I think it, I think it was just one of those years where we ended up with a few people that really possibly shouldn't have been there. I, I don't think, know what you think, Max. I think,
3: yeah. I, think that, I think that is a fair comment, and I think that always after you've had a European Championships, you get a, a slightly weaker burley where there are yeah. a lot of openings for people that normally perhaps might be better today you know there's a there's a bit more of an opening there so I think that's a fair comment I think there has been a comment that course builders are designing courses that are you know more in line with the fact there is a pin so it'll be okay but I tend to think it's more in line the fact that riders who would have gone long before are now going well I'll give it a go because there's a pin so if it goes terribly wrong the pin is going to drop yeah the responsibility of the rider yeah yeah Yeah.
0: and I think that's
3: massive because i think that in years past they've gone oh, i'll jump in that corner on this whereas now they're like well we'll give it a crack because i'm not gonna kill it i'm just gonna <laughs> right, right. You know, there is an aspect of that and i think the one thing that came across to us was the fact that it is still a rider's responsibility pins or not but if it's going horribly wrong you need to pull up before you tip your horse up yeah and just one or two that we were looking at the screen going stop like yeah. seriously Yeah. And then you
0: you see other people that, that know the difference, like, like, um, with your horse out there, you know, she's like, "Eh, this isn't going so good. And I'm going to get up there and jump those massive effing oxers this, and she's not jumping the best. So I'm just going to wait for another day.
3: Yeah, and we were very honest in the fact that I write a blog for Tim and Janelle's website and we put up on the blog on Saturday night that Maggie May had had, I mean, as we all know, we've all done horses a million years. She had somehow inexplicably pulled a muscle in her neck on Wednesday and we were on the back foot since then and we were very aware that she might not be able to use her neck 100% going into the water and you know janelle said well i'm going to run down and see what happens and if she's never walked home in her life ever no no right
0: okay.
3: and you know we were like okay she had a poor muscle in her neck janelle felt that she wasn't 100 what home, like yeah except- exactly
0: that's and that's a and that's a smart that's a good horseman
3: it was an amazing move by Janelle. It was 100% the right thing to do by the horse. We had to give her a go. She started off great and looked great. We all know what it's like when you're carrying a little something. But, yeah. you know, just adamant that we put on the blog as truthful as we could because I'm so bored with this. Well, we picked up a minor little injury. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like the horse that breaks down in the field.
3: Yeah. I, yeah, mean,
0: it's I, like I did a leg in the field. We didn't <laughs> yeah exactly
1: yeah.
3: so oh, we, it's we got know, a, vi-
1: a virus
3: yeah, yeah. A, a, virus. A, a, virus it's
1: a virus of the left front
3: <laughs> yeah. we have tried to be as you know as honest as and we, we were carrying something which was you know it became apparent very quickly that you know well Jan- janelle was always like i'm going to give it a crack and we'll see how it goes yeah um, and it wasn't to work so but yeah, you know what
1: I, I I far prefer that in a blog to oh it wasn't feeling right and I'm gonna go home and take some blood and do this right. and that and all the rest of it. You know, like at the end of the day <laughs> you've just got to put your hand up and say just didn't work out and I crashed yeah. or whatever. Horse is great, I'm great or or as in like me two weekends ago, I'm not great. The horse is yeah. great. Um <laughs> and it was it was just didn't go well, you know?
3: People respect you for that. And I think then people read a blog and they actually go, oh, that's really honest as opposed to like, oh, this is just like following. We try and keep it as honest as possible. And again, that's another thing that, you know, is a great thing as Joe will know all too well about the whole Kiwi thing. It's just like, just say it how it is. Yeah. Like, You've got to say it how it is. Yeah. We all know horses. Like we know that you're like, how did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So think yeah. Going back to the original point, I think there were there were people, I think Mark Phillips's score sheet was unfairly judged when there were people that should have pulled up before it possibly happened. Yeah, yeah. And what a great finish, though, in the end. I mean, it
0: was a very, very good show jumping. I mean, I don't think they probably will want to relive their show jumping rounds, but it was a very exciting finish.
3: I had to leave um, after Tim jumped to take our show jump trainer to the train station. And I messaged Pip going, just like, Pip, let me know how it goes. Best of luck. And she sent me a message back going, I'm so <laughs> glad you missed my show jumping. It just <laughs> a highlights my career. And she said, Will had been jumping in, her husband had been jumping in Belgium at the show. And she'd rung him on Saturday night going, you've got to get home. You've got to come home. You've got to come and help me. And apparently, Will was like mortified because he was like, Oh my God. Like, because I mean, but you know, it's extraordinary when you look at someone like Pip with winning the Grand Slam and everything she's been through and everything else. And even she still feels that pressure. And you yeah. just don't know that pressure until you've been in that situation. And it's extraordinary. And I, no one could have been more delighted for Pip to go back and win that because she's the oh, so great. There's not a pair of draw reins in Pitts' yard. There is no shortcuts. There is nothing other than genuine training every single day. The whole deal, like the horse is the person, you know, she's one of the most amazing people in our sport. And we were all delighted for her.
0: Yeah, it was, it was, she was so emotional when she came out. It was really, really, it was just raw and pure. It was, she was really just so excited. Well, you know well, tell you what, how
1: how she really nice. how she ra- how she wrangled that thing around. Yeah. <laughs> for one for one rail, I will never know. I mean, talk about coping with the pressure. It was just an absolutely incredible effort. It really was because the only jump that he jumped reasonably well was number one, and then after <laughs> after that. He was jumping, and it was it was like there was three horses cobbled together, you know. And she just kept riding and kept riding, and she milked clear, well, milked the the, the one down. round out yeah. of him, you know, one down. And the one the the one down was a, a monumental one down, I have to say. But it might have just been the one he needed, you know, to to yeah. help him to to leave the rest up, you know. It was just it was it was incredible. It was amazing how that she did she did incredibly well.
3: Yeah, and I mean, it couldn't have been a more popular win because I mean Pip has been everybody's heroin for years. And even I had to look up and go, How many years is it since you won a five-star Pipp? And I was just so pleased for her because a couple of years ago we were at Hayton together, which is a horrible event in the spring. And um, she was so broken. You know, she had broken ribs and this, that, and the other, and she really lost her confidence, and there was a hold, and she was like, Jack, should I go or not go? And I'm like, man up and get on and get out there. And, you know, she's been through some really tough times as well as winning the Grand Slam, and she's pretty incredible, and it was a very well-deserved win, and I'm
1: pleased for her. Yeah. No, it was fantastic. It was really good. And any of them could have won it? You know that's yeah. the the other thing about it. It's could have um, won,
3: and
0: and I oh, could have won. It was very close.
3: It was, but you know, yeah. looking at the top ten, your your two Americans, Lauren Kiefer, who obviously I know quite well because she's been to Maisie Manor, and Ariel Groud, who I don't know. I mean, they both stood out. I mean, they, you know, they they were close. Yeah. Andrea Baxter yeah. actually, because you know, Andrea's always had a tough time on the flat, but. You know they they were they were good rounds. I mean they were worthy yeah. of coming over to the UK and having a crack at Burley. Right. Yep.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Blenheim coming this weekend. What are we? What are we thinking about Blenheim?
3: Well, Blenheim is actually you know quite a destination event in the UK. I mean it's always massively. Oh, oh, I love it there. It's like one of my favorite events. I love that event. Yeah, it's a good event. It's um it's not always the most user friendly as a horse person, but um we've now got Emily Little John in place and it's making it much more and Josie Gretel does a phenomenal job and um yeah, it's good. I mean there are odd nibbles about Blenheim, the where you have to stable a, a, a shorter format horse even though you, it's not required by F E I and bits and pieces like that, which you know, but they, they, they throw on a good show and it is a bit of a destination event in particular. Um and yeah, it, it's um it's always a very good it's a very good precursor for what's coming up three for next year because it is a bit of a destination four-star long event as well as a very prestigious three-star short as well.
1: Now, Max, what were you telling me about the splitting it into two divisions? Is that oh, correct?
0: Yeah. I was looking at the entries and it looked like they were split they'd split it into two divisions.
3: Well, We've got the eight, nine-year-olds.
0: For the law format, there was a no, yeah, but this was the long format. It was split into sort of section A and section B, of fifty horses each.
3: Oh, but that's about Thursday dressage and Friday
0: dressage. Agreements. Ah, okay, that's it. Okay, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> you used to always be a hundred competitors, and that was it. Pull, pick up your big pants and get on with it. Yeah,
3: um, yeah. I- nice so yeah uh section a is basically one to 50 and then section b is uh yeah far. so i think what they both what they well it's a bit odd because they don't normally timetable till after the trotter Trot up.
0: yeah well
3: yeah, no exactly it, they seem to have sort of sectioned and given numbers um based on days but that isn't going to really become apparent and everybody's shorted up so right right uh,
0: I just yeah, thought I that think, was
3: a bit odd. I was like, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> That's not right.
3: Yeah, well, Blenheim sort of do odd things. Like, I know a couple of years ago, Tina was going mad because she had two horses and they were both on a Thursday. And she was kind of like, are you for real? <laughs> like, Yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah. They do, Blenheim do things slightly differently to everybody else, but it's a great event and we always look forward to it. And right here and right now, you know, we've got perfect weather, perfect conditions. We've got a fabulous week of weather look for um some rain in between it should be a very good competition um you've got some americans in the mix too um but there i see um with a couple of quite experienced horses yeah yeah i'm assuming that he's maybe going back to play with those and is using this as a warm-up or I, i don't know I don't know. I don't know what he, hopefully he's feeling
0: okay. I haven't, um, you know, because he had a pretty good tumble, um, got his foot stuck on the stirrup there too, for a bit.
3: That was scary.
0: Oh, that, that was, was scary.
3: scary. I mean, that I do scary. have to say one of my highlights of Burley was getting to hang out with Bruce Davidson a little bit. Um, because <laughs> <laughs> his stories never cease to amaze me. And he's just a legend of the sport as well. And he was, you know, adamant on day one that this was a return to the big time this was proper Burley yeah absolutely backed it 100% but I, I can always hang out with Bruce Davis because he just makes
0: <laughs> he is funny talk about
3: that's something that says it like it is yeah, absolutely. yeah so yeah Burley is always a good Blenheim is always a good precursor of what's up and coming and the, and the other and so on and the eight nine-year-olds is a very sort after class and what have you but It's a little bit unbalanced in terms of what we have in Europe because they do allocate 50 places to the Brits. And we, as a nation, only have three per nation um, for the rest of it. So the eight, nine-year-olds is a little bit biased towards the Brits, I have to say, because we always have a lot of people that want to go to the eight, nine-year-olds, but we're limited to three. Yeah, I Uh, saw there was quite a bit of a wait list. Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, uh, interesting. Yeah, we are a, a three per nation is is kind of the only other place I think we get three per nation in Europe is the the Le Leon six year olds. Um, it, oh. it is a very small allocation, so I yeah look, it's British eventing event. I don't blame them; they want to showcase the Brits. It's their chance to shine. I get that one hundred percent. But yeah, it, sometimes it's a little bit. Uh, bias the results about what are the best eight, nine-year-olds in Europe because we are limited to, say, few spaces.
1: Well, I didn't even know that. Yeah.
3: Well, that's one of the boring parts of my job, Joe, is that I'm all over anti-allocation and who can go where and I have to, like...
1: I mean, I I get that. It does swing in roundabouts, though. I mean, like, as far as New Zealand goes, we've probably got a lot more advantages through the rest of Europe compared Mm. to the English anyway, you know? Absolutely. So um, so I kind of get it, but, yeah, it's like slightly frustrating when it's right there and you've got a nice eight and nine-year-old you want to take, so... Um,
3: it is but you know it's it's not a a massively destination event for us because i mean you can go through the crc four-star in mill street or blair or anything else as well if you just need it as a qualification just go there instead you know you uh, just need uh, to be aware that if you if you want to go to blenheim you're going to have to have a stack of points on your card right Uh, you know which again is i think you know the the new zealand policy for the leon danger and and Blenheim is it's just it's just 100% based on British eventing points. And any combination that's come over from New Zealand, Warwick converts whatever FEI points they have into what would be BE points. And right. it's 100% square and fair on what points you've won. Sure. Um, so it's a really open selection process for us. The selectors aren't involved. It's just on points. However many points you've amassed, that gets you your chance to go.
1: Um, well, that's cool. <clears throat> Yep, and Jax, I'll catch up with you in, I don't know, a couple of weeks, I guess it is, or well, two and a That's half weeks.
3: Dan's wedding. And yes. I see, um, there's a chance I might be over for Rolex next year, so um, I'm sorting that out now. So. Excellent.
1: Yeah. You
0: Excellent.
1: Yep. You like that. That'll be fun. Thank All right, you. well, thanks, Jax, and we'll talk to you again soon.
0: You can compare, you can contrast, but there's only one ultra-premium horse feed, Pro Elite Horse Feed. Its nutrition-locked formulas ensure quality. Its advanced amino acid profiles maximize performance. Its regulated starch and sugar levels mean confident calorie sourcing. And its superior digestibility leads to an overall healthier horse. When it comes to feeding your champion horse, there's no competition. There's Pro Elite Horse Feed. For more information, visit ProEliteHorseFeed.com. And with us now is the brains, one of the big brains behind the American Eventing Championships uh, from the USEA, Kate Loki. Kate, welcome back to the show.
4: Thank you. Thanks for
0: having me, guys. So, I mean, you guys just had an incredible week. I mean, it was, I I know there's a whole lot that that leads up to it with the staff and the preparation and the sponsorship and the, but, 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 um, how was the week?
4: Yeah, I mean, we just caught ourselves smiling the whole week. We had so much fun. I have to say it was one of uh, probably the best AEC to be a part of this year. We had over a, we actually, we had 1,067 entries this year, uh, which stands as the largest event, eventing competition in North American history. We ran about 924 starters, I think was our total after the um, scratches and attrition rate. But, uh, I mean, it was so much fun. We had just such a good group with us. This year we contracted Equestrian Events Incorporated, um, EEI, as well as Mary Fike. And EEI runs the Land Rover Kentucky three days, so they are just top professionals. They know what they're doing. They were so, so fun to work with. And we just had an all-around great time. I mean, the biggest event in the, you know, North American history. And yet it was probably the most fun for us all to be a part of. I think it ran great. And the competitors had a lot
0: of fun is, is what we're hearing. Oh my God. That's all I keep hearing is that everybody was, you know, I jumped through the blah, 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 blah head of the lake. Oh my God. You know, I got to yeah. jump in the stadium. I mean, even people that didn't necessarily have a, a very successful cross country, but they got to go into the stadium and they had three down or whatever. They were still elated to be able to have been in that arena and to show jump and to be part of something so big.
4: Yeah, exactly. I think that's why this venue was such a goldmine for us. Like, I mean, just and being able to allow every single competitor to jump, like you said, in the Rolex stadium. And it was so fun. We had the beginner novice, novice in training, jump through the head of the lake, or at least canter through it for in- for beginner novice and we had the first uh one of the first competitors that went through it at the training level she jumped through and she let out this big scream and said i just jumped through the head of the lake we're like yes (laughs) yes girl you did that's amazing (laughs) (laughs) it was really fun really cool to watch everybody just just all around great great fun week and i really hope everyone enjoyed it as much as we did
0: Right. And so you guys, I mean, there was a whole lot of other things. They had the event college going on and there was um, officials training and it just ended up being a really useful weekend for all that kind of stuff, too, didn't it?
4: Yeah, so we had um, our ICP instructors, a lot of them on site, and they led some course walks and did some educational stuff. Uh, We did run the event college. Again, we've gone virtual with that in the past, but this year we had LandSafe on site, and so they were our presenting sponsor of the event college. And so they ran uh, at least two discussions a day, which were really great and insightful for people. We got pretty good turnout and made it interactive with Q&As and, yeah, had a lot going on. We, We also, I mean, a really exciting thing, for us this year too is, is, um, we did increase some of the prize money. So we had Adequan who's always been our, um, advanced title sponsor. They increased their support and made it the $60,000 Adequan UFCA advanced final. So the winner walked her away with a $30,000 check, which was really cool. So great job to Boyd Martin and his whole team for pulling that one off. And, um, and and we the, one of the things we pride ourselves into is being able to give really pr- quite hefty prize bags through sixth place in every single division. So we had 23 divisions this year, the most divisions we've ever had, and whether through sixth place they had great prize bags. Um, yeah, some serious of the prize
0: bags. And, yeah.
4: yeah yeah, we I mean we had some really cool prizes. Like they I think each division walked away with over $10,000 worth of prizes and then Whoa. prize money. So, wow. it, yeah, a lot of a lot of great fun thanks to all of our amazing sponsors. The AEC is uh, the USCA American Eventing Championships are presented by Nutrena Feeds, so they're a big reason we're able to, to do all of that. So yeah,
0: thanks to all. And then of them. you saw the big purple bags from Bates, and and um mm-hmm. and you guys were great too. I mean, you did press conferences for each and every level as well, and that was actually very cool. And everybody felt very uh, special coming out. If you were in the top three, even if it was you know junior, beginner, novice, under fourteen, you still were up there having an interview, and it was very important.
4: Yeah, exactly. I'm so proud of our media team this year. They did such a good job. They really pulled it out. And we had recap videos each day, which were so fun. And we do, like you said, we try and make it really feel special for all the juniors, the amateurs, the professionals, everyone who's there gets to come up and say a few words in the press conference. Yeah. And it's and really everybody's cool treated it, it,
0: exactly the same
4: exactly and it yeah. preps some you know it preps the kids for once they do go on to bigger and better things and if they don't they're just you know amateur writers and that's fine and great and they get to have that spotlight it's a lot of fun so yeah
0: yeah yeah absolutely absolutely yeah so and t- so the the I thought it was pretty cool. Saturday night, obviously the advanced division was meant to jump under the lights at about seven o'clock. And we had some wacky ass thunderstorms that came rolling on through and, um, and suddenly it got delayed and the beginner novice or the novice junior rider division was running late. And so then they had to jump under the lights, but it didn't seem to take away from anything. I mean, everybody, people, everybody stayed to watch the advanced jump. And I thought those advanced horses jumped super. And, I thought it just was, it was just a really cool for a venting to have that atmosphere and that kind of, um, yeah, just the atmosphere and everything there and all the pressure to be put on them.
4: Yeah, exactly. And oh my gosh, how cool for those novice kids. that got <laughs> to, It was, it was the novice junior division and they got to go jump under, under the, the light lights. with a big crowd. And, you know, you've had people in that, in that party tent sitting there for probably an hour and a half or two hours (laughs) drinking beers and (laughs) sitting in there waiting. And finally the kids bless them and their horses for waiting it out and came back in and got just, you know, the crowd was so behind them and it was so fun and really cool to watch them go. And yeah, so we went late into the night with the advanced, but I think it was worth it for everyone who was there. It was a lot of fun, really cool to
0: see. It was very cool. It was very cool. Yeah. And I thought the cross country courses, I mean, people said, Oh, it's really big. It's really hard, but it's a championship. So it should be at that level, shouldn't it? And, and I thought the advanced track was, was right up to snuff and proper and yeah.
4: Yeah. And I mean, Derek DeGrazia being the course designer for every single level this year, you know, I don't think you can beat that. We just trust him so much. He knows, you know, what's safe and appropriate for the levels and the riders and the horses. And, you know, we, we put it all in his hands and I think he really knocked
2: it out of the park.
0: And, and obviously he knows that piece of land pretty well after, you know, yep. designing so much there. So, yeah, that's it was pretty, pretty great. So so next year, definitely going to be at the same place. Is that right?
4: Yes. So we historically have signed three year contracts uh, with a different venue to have the AEC rotate around. We did sign. Uh, so this contract with EEI and Mary Fike, we signed it. um for a definite two years with an option of a third year. So next year it will for sure return to the Kentucky horse park. It will be August 25th through the 30th. Um, That's not Labor Day. Labor Day is actually a week later next year, which is September 7th. So it's essentially the same. Oh, because the Monday falls
0: on a funny day.
4: Yeah. So it's essentially the same week as it was this year. It just isn't on the holiday weekend. Um, Right. But then, yeah. So the following year, uh, we do have the option for a third year at Kentucky uh, the board is currently investigating a location for, you know, in the western area of the United States so that we're helping our membership out there, too. Um, but we did. We had such a great experience in Kentucky, and we're hearing from competitors. They loved it, and they want it there on a personal level. We loved working with EEI, the EEI folks in Mary Fike. So we'd love to see if there's a possibility for a longer-term partnership there or to keep it there, you know, another year. But uh, we'll see how it all plays out as the board
3: investigates all of this. So yeah, it'll be exciting. Cool.
0: Yeah, it is really exciting. I just think that people just—they so many people had such a good time, and
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, it was just a uh, fun. I mean, it was packed, <laughs> and it's amazing that Horse Park does so much. I mean, that weekend um, there was so a an Arabian show happening and a dog show happening. Yeah, and they are—they run things so well there that you never would have known unless you saw the signs for it. Well, yeah. and then there was the occasional Arabian that you're like, uh, what level is he in? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. The park is so spread out. That's another really cool thing about the horse, the Kentucky horse park is that it really can accommodate so much. Like we had, um, over a thousand stalls being used by the time you added up tax stalls and everything. And and you know, we were packed, we had temporary stabling there. It you know, everything felt really full, but at the same time we didn't crowd the horse park. There was still so much room for so many other things to go on. So I really yeah. think it's a pretty winning piece of land,
0: pretty great venue for us to yeah. be at. Yeah. So we're
2: we're and it thrilled
0: to p- be there. <laughs> pretty hot and it still didn't see I mean, I feel like everybody everybody coped really well. It was pretty warm, but all the horses managed really well and they had those big misting fans those were fantastic
4: yeah yeah event cooling i don't know that was
0: a sponsor yeah great,
4: yeah they had some great fans out there for us yeah um and yeah i mean like you said it, it was hot but the first couple of days it actually wasn't super hot and people weren't really using those but we left them there anyways i think as you know we went into the later afternoon heat people started to use them but we had pretty nice cool mornings yeah I think really great weather, other than that unexpected Saturday night thunderstorm that right. blew in. Right. Like, yeah,
0: green and green. you guys were great too about being smart and being horsemen and having the advance do their cross country first thing in the morning when it, the possibility of it getting very hot there. And so you guys were very good about planning that out accordingly.
4: Yeah, and the the interesting thing is too, we had Derek DeGrazia. I'm I'm not sure if many people realize, but the times got shifted a little bit later on a couple of the upper level cross country days because he was really worried about the early morning lighting hitting some of the jumps and the horses not being able to read it well. So we that, actually yeah. we shifted the times for that, which I thought was a brilliant move and I'm happy he did that. I know it it threw the schedule for a little bit of a hectic time and some people got a little confused, but I think in the end, it was a really smart move and the right thing to do for the horses.
0: Yeah. And, it, and like you said, it was, I mean, it just was such a good course. It was, and they, um, yeah, I mean, it was, and it's funny because we forget that Lexington is very far on the, on the West side of the state. We're almost on the, um, almost on the time change line. And so mm-hmm. the sun does come up a bit later there.
4: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. But overall, I thought the courses were great. You know, I I didn't hear many complaints about the courses other than, like you said, <laughs> a little bit big and tough, but that's to be expected at a championship. So we're excited for
0: what he'll bring to us next year. Yeah. So is anything, what else, what else do we need to know that's happening at the USCA? What do we got? We've got the convention coming up, which is going to yeah, be pretty so great.
4: It will be great. The convention, so it's our 60th anniversary. So uh, we're going to be a big party in boston this year that's where it moves to in december um so we're really looking forward to that we've got some more exciting details best, come city. Yeah, best city yeah
0: city.
4: <laughs> it'll be great um and the, the other things so we're actually still in championship season even though the aec is over we still have three different future event horse championships and we also have two young event horse championships oh, so great. our yeah, yeah, our first one is actually next week, the FEH West Coast Championships at Twin Rivers. Then we've got a Central Championship now, uh, as well as an East Coast. So those are all coming up quickly. So
0: we're, we're still in preparation championship <laughs> mode over here. So it's all exciting. It's <laughs> all kicking along. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Kate, okay, we're going to let you go, but thank you. Thank you so much for chatting with us. Congratulations on everything uh, to the staff and the crew and everybody there, because it really was uh, it was a great week.
4: Yeah, thank you so much. We had a blast. Thanks for having me.
2: The Eventing Writers Association of North America
0: is the collective voice of writers, equine professionals, and owners in pursuit of enhancing the growing sport of eventing in North America. In cooperation with our members, governing bodies, related committees, and organizers, ERA of NA works to improve the overall welfare, safety, visibility, and growth of the sport. ERA of NA, your voice matters for the sport of eventing. Jump in and engage by becoming a member today. Find them online at www.eraofna.com. Back on the show, joining us now is our good West Coast friend, Andrea Baxter. Andrea, welcome back to the show. Thank you. So, obviously, first of all, we want to congratulate you on another awesome Burley. Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty epic. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely the <laughs> toughest one. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, so, t- you know, just talk our li- listeners a little bit through your process of, you know, you got flew over there and where'd you go and what'd you do and all that kind of stuff.
2: Uh, well, this was like, uh, the, a pretty express trip for me this time. Um, luckily it was my, my third trip over there. So I kind of knew the program, but, um, well, me being me, I didn't of course enter until like two weeks ago, you know, <laughs> so, but that's normal. That's, uh, that's the only way we can get her to a show is to, um, blindside her a bit, send her off, send her off on a, a little trip that she doesn't know is coming. Yeah. <laughs> so she lives her life fit and uh, does her weaving on the daily. So she stays, she does gallop sets when I'm not actually doing gallop sets. <laughs> so <laughs> so conditioning is not necessary.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, just so our but, listeners know, uh, she is an off-the-track thoroughbred, so there you go. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, and, and the minute she catches wind of anything serious coming, she she starts doing extra gallop sets in her pen. Oh, <laughs> God. So anyways, I, I entered pretty late and, uh, couldn't get a flight any sooner than, um, the 20, what was my flight on the 29th, um, Thursday, the 29th. And then, uh, yeah, I, you know, then we fly into Amsterdam and drive up truck up to England. And so I got, I arrived to the actual horse show at dark on Saturday and then hacked her on Sunday and Monday and bada boom, Tuesday, things started, started up. So it was a pretty quick trip. And then we had to leave at 11 o'clock at night on Sunday to drive back down to Amsterdam, spend the night, get our papers signed. And, um, she is waiting for me in LA right now. Whoa. In quarantine. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I was, it was a quick, quick trip. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. And this, so this is your, this is your third time at Berkeley and what were your, what, I mean, so you sort of, you were anticipating big old track. What were your, what, what was it like this year? How was it that much different this year?
2: Um, you know, it was, it was funny, like in a weird way, because it was my third time, I was almost a little bit more comfortable with the size of the fences. And so I was, you know, in two minds of, am I just getting, am I getting used to seeing these or is this way bigger than it was last year? Right. <laughs> just, yeah. it's like I, I, there was a part of me that wanted to believe, I really think this is a lot bigger than last year, but there was another part of me that was like, nah, it, it's, they're all, I mean, they're, they're burly jumps. They are what they are. And, um, it definitely it was the same track as last year. Um, the year before it was a totally different track um, so this year the track was exactly the same, but the intensity factor was way bigger. Um, and I don't and I didn't realize how much bigger it was until after not only a riding it, but b watching everyone else attempt it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, it was just it really was much bigger than it was last year, and I can't even believe I'm saying that because I mean, Burley is already huge, and I wouldn't have wouldn't have thought it could be bigger, but it's just the, the let up, there was no let up ever. And I got held early on at number six, right before number six. And I was sitting out there, uh, thinking, well, well, what do I do now? Like, do I take the option (laughs) at the next fence? Because I was like, I wasn't going to take the option at that, but I'm sitting here at a walk, uh, trying to point at the biggest Chevron over a ditch you've ever seen in your life. And there's an option and people have already taken it and
0: I uh, wasn't really going to do that. Oh, but, is that, You got held before that near, before that toothbrush yeah, jump over the ditch. So like, some people so actually had, yeah. had some stops there. Oh, great. Yeah. I'm like, so do I just pick up and jump that
2: thing or. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but then I started thinking about it and I'm like, well, where else are you going to hold me? Like there's no, I mean, there was nowhere on the course that would have been a good spot to be held. Yeah. So. Um, and you know what, it wasn't just me that got held. There was a lot of people that got held because I mean, I think there was what, um, I don't remember the exact statistics, but there was 16 a lot of pins, pins broken, that got
0: broken. At least, yeah, yeah there was, a, there was quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. At least
2: 16 pins because you can't even count the ones that are on the scoreboard because most of the people that broke a pin then further down the line didn't actually finish the course. So right. it doesn't exactly. even show up on the, yeah. on the yeah. results. But yeah. um uh, there were a lot of broken pins.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oofa. Which we predicted. I mean, when walking the course, you know, it, it it was pretty evident that well that pin's gonna go all day long. And yep, they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But it was kind of cool. So you got to be there, was a huge American crew there this year.
2: Yeah, it was uh the most I think it's been in um I don't want to say ever, but definitely in recent history, um, the most American contingent we've had. So
0: And was that Uh, fun? Did you guys, did you enjoy guys being able to have somebody that could actually speak your language?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, it was, it was, uh, it was really, you know, a pretty good dynamic, a a good group of people. Um, everybody got along really well. And you know, last year I was stable next to Michael Young and Tim. Oh, wow. That's kind of cool. So it was just kind of cool last year (laughs) being next to all these, you know, it felt like I was rubbing elbows. I was in, uh, uh, Andrew Nicholson, I you know, gave him a hug afterwards, like, you were my hero, you know, but he was in our barn, and we were, you know, hanging out with him all week, and Caroline Powell came in last year, and like, gave me a pep talk before I went, you know, it was just sort of like, I don't know, it was, it was uh, just a, it felt a bit heroes. more famous, yeah, yeah, exactly, and this year, it was like hanging out with our, you know, normal Americans that we hang out with all the time, <laughs> right, right, no, I totally get it, so,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well you so were stabled. Hang on a minute. You were stabled like across from me <laughs> at Kentucky this year.
0: I know. That counts <laughs> true, as like a true, that counts <laughs> as a
1: bit of international flavor.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. We we shared the wall. And let <laughs> I, me
2: tell you, I, I used,
1: you guys. I was, used your pitchfork. Yeah. And your
2: <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? When you when you guys left on Sunday night. The weaving that that went down after you guys left because apparently the 500 was best friends with uh, with Johnny. Oh, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, that was uh that was pretty epic. Oh. I got phone calls all throughout the night from people. Your horse is weaving really badly. Should you do something about it? I'm like, that's just her gallop set for the next horse yeah, show. I, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. She's she
1: got over. Looks like she's got over uh, Saturday pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. She, she's, she's sort of tireless I, took a, she, I mean. She looked fantastic I, I took on a Snapchat Sunday.
2: of her this time on Sunday after everything was over and she's in there weaving at a hundred miles an hour after the victory gallop. And, uh, and I took a Snapchat and entitled and, and it with, should we just stay for uh, Blenheim and Buffalo? <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> exactly. Yeah. Cause she's uh, a bit, she's by- I mean, she, she go, you've, you've done Kentucky and then Rebecca farm and then to Burley, which is not normal for an average horse, but she, but she's not the average horse, is she?
2: She is definitely far from average.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, she um, but just, you... I don't have to do. You know, it's, it's easy. The gallop, the ten-minute gallop for her is not hard on her, and the fitness is what breaks down most of the horses
1: getting right. to an
2: event like that. It's not right. the actual event. It's the, yeah, it's the build-up to them. And I don't want to say I don't do anything with her, but she does not require. I mean, I won't. Not even fifty percent of what other horses require to get ready for one of these things yeah so she kind of just lives her life ready to go and yeah um well, will you take know and then every time I it. go and yeah yeah I mean basically my gallop at you know basically Rebecca before long at Rebecca was my that was my gallop set for here and right. then I d- took her yeah. went up the hill a couple times after that and she was ready to go yeah. I mean if I had gone up the hill one more time she probably would have been too fit and tried to kill herself getting there you know right <laughs> right and that's sometimes sir, even the so, hardest
0: thing for her, isn't it? Is the travel. I, yeah, absolutely.
2: And yeah. I wish I had, you know, been a little faster, um, out there, but, um, you know, it is what it is. And I ultimately was faster than most people, but you know, I was still kicking my, when I finished, I was kicking myself for not having been faster, but after seeing how everyone else went, I was like, all right, well, I guess I was, I was actually pretty good okay. compared
0: to, <laughs> yeah, Exactly. But, um, <laughs>
2: But she had so much gas in the tank at the end. I mean I I made up twenty seconds from the last water till the finish. So wow. Uh, you know, once all the combinations were out of the way and I could just hit hit the gas pedal all the way to the finish and she was right there with me. No problem to super, the end. So it yeah. was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And you've got but it is uh you've got time a, there. It is, yeah. But it's it's still it's never right, you know, you can still you can say that all you want, but it's still a lot of other people. It was there multiple times there and they didn't get it done. So, um, but right. that's pretty awesome. Um, and you've got a foal by her, don't you? You've got a, um, one of her kids yeah.
2: competing. Yep. He's, uh, he's not as young as I'd like to say anymore. He's nine. He had an injury, uh, two years ago, some random who knows how, but he broke his hawk. Uh, oh, so um anyways he's uh just did his first fei event from that um at rebecca farm and um he did the long uh two and he's pretty cool he's uh and he's got a lot of brothers that are out there going advanced and um he as long as that injury doesn't doesn't ail him he uh has the writing on the wall to so keep on stepping up, but he's he's huge. Uh so I don't love riding him. <laughs> so uh Beck's riding him right now, and Tammy wrote him a little bit when he was a, when he was a young jerk. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, play with this. Yeah. So. so you've just come home from Burley and just so our listeners know, Andrea and her family run Twin River. So you have got an event next week. So it's yeah, just like you're yep. hitting the ground running.
2: Yeah, luckily, uh, this is my third, uh, third go at it. And so I've been kind of over the last couple of years been siphoning off some of my jobs oh that's good
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> by this year everybody was like yeah yeah andrew is not going to be around we got it yeah that's good so because a couple of years ago i had to i like took my computer with me and was processing entries like on the road oh and answering emails and stuff but but by this year i've got everybody pretty trained that yeah i'm, <laughs> I'm out of the office i'm not <laughs> no uh, but no yeah. i'm still uh i still have a lot on my to get ready for that show and we just hired a new course designer um hugh lahore so he's here right now i had dinner with him last night um and uh so that's uh different so you know just trying to manage the the new working parts of of uh making sure he knows what the plan is and all that so but we're excited to have him and see what see what changes he makes
0: cool excellent so what's next for the the 500
2: Oh, you know, we don't want to. We don't want to tell her anything that has to do with anything <laughs> planning-wise. <but laughs>
1: uh,
2: I mean, I've always wanted to go to badminton, but she's I was gonna say is that isn't that a- the
1: most that that's your next logical step, isn't it?
2: I mean, it would be. I've been wanting to go to the badminton the last couple of years, but she just is such a pain in the springtime with trying to kill herself. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've been able to sort of rock up to Kentucky, not as prepared as I would like, uh, due to self-inflicted, uh, <laughs> drama, but, um, you know, I think if we can keep it quiet and not tell her we're doing anything fancy and just sort of try to try to just sweep it yeah. under the rug a bit, yeah, show yeah. up without yeah. her knowing, maybe we can get it done, <laughs> um, yeah, she just I don't know what it is. It's not hormonal, but there's just something about the springtime that the last three years in a row for Kentucky we have had absolute major disaster within the last month before the show. And I've arrived at Kentucky with her um very up. underprepared and uh somehow managed to pull a rabbit out of the hat and make it happen. But, you know, that's just flying three hours to Kentucky, not flying and driving uh, you know, forty eight hours of travel to get right. to England. so but i do have the travel pretty well sorted out now um a lot better than i used to um so you know she she seems to be doing better that way so hopefully hopefully we can keep our sights on that quietly that's awesome so why not why not out of this yeah she came out of this looking pretty darn uh good so knock on wood that would be the next progression because yeah,
0: the, the oh. ground looked really good and and all the horses you know I, I think you know chris talley was the only one that withdrew his horse overnight because it banged its stifle but seemed as though most of the horses came through the competition really quite well but they all looked you know they all
2: came out looking much better sunday morning than they did saturday afternoon
0: you right know, just,
2: right the, the size of the fences was just so much bigger than i think we're yeah. used to doing and repetitively big and there was no real way to get around it you just had to do it yeah um, So anyways, but yeah, that, I mean, everybody, everybody show jumped really well Sunday, but they did, uh, I would say, you know, the distances in all the lines for the show jumping
0: were very standard. Um, they, they were very kind in the show jumping, weren't they? I mean, it was a nice track, but they, it was a fairly, fairly straightforward, which was nice.
2: Yeah. I think they knew they better keep it a little soft because of how grueling it was the day before, um, I mean the jumps were were big, obviously for the show jumping, but the the track itself was was straightforward and the distances were set normal, um, unless you're Addy Andrea. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to mention who that
0: might be. Uh, <laughs> Adam. <laughs> yeah. My heart so,
1: um, went out Addie, my heart went out to you on that line. I oh, was like
2: Addie Andrea, I deserved it. I'm so pissed off, but I so deserved it. So you I know was, what? I just. Oh I was like god
1: oh, I could I could have done that just as well as here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, one of these days, you know, if I'd started I mean, hooking blasted. as soon as I'd landed. Yeah. Oh, dear.
2: I I had such a beautiful warm-up, but the warm-up there is really tiny and there it was so busy and crowded and she was jumping fabulous in the warm-up and um but I was keeping her, I have kind of a new plan because she, she likes to get a little aggressive in the show jumping. Um, and I I mean, I can have, a, she jumps either clean or I have two down pretty regularly. And uh, you know that when I have two down, it's because I the old people chaser came out of her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, she jumps a clean round just as often as she jumps a two fault round. So the fact that I had one down is sort of like, well... I was trying really hard not to let the old running at him happen, but then the old Addy Andrea came out and I picked down to one of them, buried her, and deserved it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, oh
2: what are you going to do? Maybe yeah. I'll get it right next time.
1: <laughs> just, yeah. just, it so. happens. It happens, you know? Yeah. So, I and, mean, you know, I mean, and when I it, and and it does, ceremony. you just. Yeah, you just got to put your hand up and own it, you know, like, what else can you do? It's just unfortunate. Oh just yeah. Happens, I'm like, you know? I
2: mean, she wanted to jump a clean round. I just got in there and just was like, I had ridden such a collected warm up, and then it got in there and the ring was just a bit bigger than I kind of gave it credit for. And I just never really got her in front of my leg. Well I did halfway around after I finally had the rail and decided that I needed to do something different, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, it just you live and learn and you know, get it right. One of these days. <laughs> so, but i mean to me i I was just tickled i mean i was in the awards ceremony at burley are you kidding me i mean before That's, i left yeah. I, I i was joking i was reading the prize list and i was like oh man they only give ribbons to twelfth. i was like i better i better up my game and then beck and i laugh we're like yeah you're not you're not getting a ribbon buddy get over yourself <laughs> <laughs> And so the fact that I I was you know, got a ribbon and got to go in there with the with that with the greats and and uh, and two other Americans I mean that was that was that's that was awesome
0: pretty, pretty darn cool that is
2: pretty, pretty darn cool. cool
0: yeah
1: yeah it's awesome. great but you get those cool mini plaques too for completion there all right oh yeah see. no don't
2: don't get me wrong my ribbon from last year is exactly the same as this year <laughs> except for this year it says twelve. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's the same color, same length, same i mean y you, you by, by length it's like uh barely eight six inches long, you know, yeah, 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 <laughs> it's a little different from kentucky you know they don't they don't uh it's not over the top, like <laughs> no I, it's no, top no. twelve only and it's a six inch ribbon and a pat on the back, and uh have a nice flight home <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> maybe you put a champagne right. and that's about it, thanks for coming uh, right, for <laughs> At I least I, hits your butt. <laughs> at least
2: it's. Uh, I got forty-five hundred pounds, so at least Did you can you look really? to
0: the, the con- Yeah,
2: I can look forward to the conversion rate on that. Nice.
1: So, yeah. that's pretty good. And don't, yeah. they, don't they they give you they give you um, they give that's you a little fistful it. of cash. Give you a little fistful of cash for coming, don't they? If you're a foreigner. Oh,
0: yeah, the grooms, um, the grooms usually get hundred pounds. At least I used when I've been there. I've got hundred pounds. Yeah, 50, I think it was fifty pounds.
2: They got they give them fifty fifty pound. Cash bill yeah. we gave them um, if you start cross country
3: and,
2: and then we I do get a stipend for uh, doing cross country. I don't remember what it was. it might have been five hundred eight hundred a thousand, something like that yeah. um, I'm not sure, but um, yeah, last year they uh, and they just transfer it straight to your account um, nice anyway so yeah, it was pretty cool, pretty good pretty good. good trip, and everybody, you know the dynamic of everybody was really fun and, and supportive, and it was a good good, good group of people this year. That's so. awesome. Good stuff. And everybody good. did well. I mean, it really was, was, um, you know, just a good group. Everybody did well. Horses yeah. were good. I mean, even the ones that, even the ones that had a, had a fall, I mean, you know, Buck's horse went really quite amazing before, before Oh, that. I thought it was, it was going super
0: until then. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and Woods looked amazing until her Yes. And, um, you know, um, Hannah Sue, I think was getting a bit run off with, but I mean, she had the best ride through the, through the water that i saw all day so yeah yeah um, uh maybe maybe a bit strong on her arms but he sure looked good through the water <laughs> <laughs> a little water skiing so, yeah
0: yeah she's um, not a very tall so, person yeah, so
2: it's tough yeah yeah exactly and then lauren got held um she got held for wood's fall she got held though right after those white gates before that big hill up the hill uh, you oh know, up yeah the big Winter's alley um and I think that was a bit hard on her just because I think further into the course
0: to he get held get that because yeah, at eight minutes, you're probably, the horse is probably like, okay, well I'm done now. You know, when they're yeah, at eight minutes, was, they're probably I like, mean, okay, well, we're great, not quite done. Yeah. yeah. In, a,
2: in, a, in a way it was a great spot to get held because it was before the hill, they could catch their breath. And then it was just that, you know, just the gallop fence up the hill before the, the next part of the course. So in, in, in one way, it was a, kind of a great spot, but on another way, yeah, you're eight minutes
0: in and, and you know, the horses are like, are we done? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Cause that's, I think, you know, that's, that's a bit hard for longer than they the normally go day. anyway. Yeah. That's hard to, to gear yeah. back up. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: But anyways, everybody that's... else did great. And um, I would, I'd say for the, for the most part, we didn't embarrass ourselves at all. The old American flags. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, yeah, that's all. Awesome. Always a good that day. Good. It's always a good day. It's always a good day. It's getting bigger and better every day. Yep. Yeah. Well, Andrea, we're gonna we're gonna let you go, get over your jet lag, and get ready to go pick right. up the five hundred in the morning, and and get your event yep. going next week. And 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 yep. and and. But uh, thank you so much for coming on the show with us, and uh, we will catch up with you sometime soon. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Max. Okay. Bye for now. Okay. All right,
1: mate. Just so happy for Andrea that she had such an awesome trip. Yeah. yeah. It's she been like, yeah. It, she's so
0: hard just, worker.
1: She's the best. I know. And when she says it's like the horse tries to destroy itself all the time, it does. You it's know, it's not, it, it, she's just not a good shipper. And it's just yeah. like bad luck all the time. Do you remember that, like, was it last year or the year before which she's standing she the there? And, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. just beaten up and hardly any well, gotten yeah. like
0: stuck under a partition and then she had yeah. to get some cowboy trailer it's like a, a stock trailer to pick her up so there was no partition for her to lie down under and oh my god it was Dang. it was a mess. But she and that horse are so awesome together and it really yeah. is. It's such a it's a, just a beast of a horse and she just keeps going and going and she, you know, Andrew's like I'm never gonna be that good on the flat, but I'll have okay tests and she's and she just sort of enjoys this whole ride with their horse it's so cool yeah yeah
1: no, it's that's awesome cool. and yeah it's a big achievement really but so that's really yeah.
0: cool and and like, you know getting the prize giving too like she said i mean that she's like oh my god i'm in the prize giving <laughs> it's like yeah yeah <laughs> pretty cool it's awesome
1: yeah. yeah awesome all right max well it's been a quite a long show i think it's about time you started these in bits
0: all right. Well, everyone, thanks so much for listening to the Eventing Writers Association of North America podcast. You can learn more about Eventing Riders Association of North America at eraofna.com. Find the links to today's guests and topics at eventingradio.com. Follow Eventing Radio on Facebook. Just search the Eventing Radio Show and on Twitter at Eventing Radio. Listen to the eventing radio anytime, anywhere with the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone and Android. Go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. You can also subscribe via iTunes. Thanks again to Pro Elite Feeds for supporting the show. This is Max, and you can find me uh, on the cross-country course, some pine straw and some plastic flowers. You can find me on Facebook, Max Scorpion Horse Care. You can find me on Instagram at MMC338, and you can find me or you can't find me. You can find my blog that I haven't written in a long time at Max Corcoran WordPress.
1: And this is Joe, and you can find me at joemeyereventing.com on Facebook, Joe Meyer, on Twitter, Joe Meyer, E-B-N-T-R, and on Instagram, Joe Meyer Eventing. And I think I'm going to go and take a photo of something interesting and put it on Instagram because I'm <laughs> really not very good at it. Yeah, I can just sort of sometimes cool. do it a little bit. but Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, so, anyway, listeners, thank you so much. And uh, we will talk to you again in uh, four weeks' time. Bye for now.